0: Hello and welcome to the Divine Discovery Podcast. I am your host, Deja, and I am here to share about all things holistic health, well-being, conscious movement, mindset, manifesting, spirituality, self-confidence, and soulful business, so you can transform into the best version of yourself, bring your dreams into reality, and discover your divinity. So without any further ado, let's get into today's episode. Hello and welcome to another episode. As you would know by the title, we are talking all about period health, unlocking your hormonal advantages as a woman and for someone who has their period. And this, I'm very, very excited for this episode because this is a topic that I am super, super fascinated by and passionate about because when I was younger, I was not taught what I know now. <laughs> and I think so many women uh, don't actually know this information and aren't aware of the our hormonal advantages that we have as a woman and the, the power behind having your cycle, having a period, and that it actually is a superpower. Because I know, uh, I know for myself as well, there was a lot of Shame around having your period. And there was a lot of almost being like, oh, it's just something that happens and it's kind of like a burden. So now I am very, very, very passionate about being able to empower other women and people who menstruate, people who menstruate, <laughs> women who menstruate um, to be able to unlock their hormonal advantages, be able to flow with their cycles, be able to fall in love back with their cycles as well because there is such beauty within it and also how to use the different stages of your cycle to your advantage and there's some incredible uh, like hidden like messages and ways that you can actually become your most vibrant, energized self as a woman and not having to deal with pms symptoms not having to deal with dreading that time of the month and i know for me as well and as a society it's been there's been so much misinformation so much miscommunication around period health and sexual health and there's actually a really really incredible book called in the flow by Alyssa viddy if you haven't read it highly, highly recommend. This is the book that changed the game for me. Um, If you actually are a member of the Health Style Emporium, which is the uh, holistic health and well-being program that I coach within. So if you actually are a member of the Health Style Emporium program, you get this book for free. There's a whole uh, Health Style Emporium library where you can have free downloads to a whole heap of health books, personal development books. So this is one of them. So make sure if you are a member, go into the website and you go into the resources section, pop into the HSC library, and it has the In the Flow book in there that you can directly download and read for yourself for free as a member. Um, and if you are not a member, but you're curious about what the Health Time Emporium is all about, I'll pop all the information down in the show notes with the website. And also there's a questionnaire down there of how to, it says how to reach, want to reach your health goals. So if you are curious around actually becoming part of the Health System Forum, Emporium, what it all is about, um, or you would love to work with me one-on-one, with holistic health and well-being coaching. I specialize in plant-based nutrition um, and healing your hormones. So pop to, down to that link if you are um, interested in that and fill out the questionnaire and I will be in contact with you soon. But in saying that, I just wanted to say that for those of you who really want to read the book and can get it for free on the website, um, but it's, it's such an incredible book. She is so knowledgeable. And I, I remember when I first picked up this book, I could not put it down. <laughs> and my mind was blown by how much information there was, was on here, how much miseducation there is on period health cycles, and how we have been, as a society, we are in like a 24 hour clock. Like, for example, you know, with the whole nine to five, work nine to five job, it's very much on a 24 hour cycle and 24 hour clock, which is actually in favor of men because men, they work on a 24 hour clock. They can pretty much just like start fresh the next day. Whereas us women, we are on a 28 day clock and cycle. So it's actually important for us to know that and know when are the times that we can actually be able to like plan and schedule like social events and when we have the most amount of energy to do that or when we want to actually or need to rest more and isolate a bit more so I'm going to share a bit more on that as well later in the episode and sharing the different the four different cycles <laughs> and how to use it to your advantage and also some of the misconceptions that are around periods, hormonal health and all of that as well. Because um, yeah, this is something that's so fascinating to me and I wish I learned it sooner. I wish I learned it as soon as I started menstruating because I would have been able to use it to my advantage. I would I wouldn't have been able to have so many health issues that I dealt with in the past. And for example, going on the contraceptive pill, which messed up my hormones even more. Um, And there's, I won't touch too much on the contraceptive pill because she talks about this a lot in her book and it's not my area of expertise. But for me personally, um, I am not on it because it ended up messing with my hormones and caused a lot of health issues within me as well. Um, but yeah, that's a, that's a whole nother topic. (laughs) So I guess what I'm going to do first in this episode is I'm going to share a bit on the common misconceptions and breaking them down. And then I'm going to share on like the four stages of your cycle and what each one means, how you can use it to your advantage. Um, I'm also going to talk about the foods that are really great to eat in each stage of a cycle which is going to help with your your health your hormones being able to feel your best throughout your entire cycle and I'm also going to share as well on like exercise as well and when to because it's so important not to push yourself with exercise throughout the entire month it's important to also have some rest periods, have some times where you do slow movement. And then in the, the times when you have the most amount of energy to burn, that's when you do things like hit and cardio and weights and things like that. So I'm going to touch on that as well. Um, but I'm also going to just mention as well that even though I'm sharing all of this information with you, it's still super important to make sure that you listen to your own body and make sure that you are Super aware of what works for you. This is just knowledge that has really, really helped me, and I'm going to be basing it and um, resourcing the book as well. So, making sure I'm not getting any misinformation out there as well. Um, but it's been something that has been so powerful for me, and I know it's going to help so many of you out there as well. So, let's get into it. Okay, so let's touch on <laughs> the common misconceptions of or myths I should say um, on periods and a couple of them I'm only going to touch on a couple of them for now because these are the ones that blew my mind even more Um, so the first one common myth and misconception is PMS is just a part of having a period I thought this for so long I thought that is just kind of a part of it Um, And like the mood swings, the bloating, the breakouts, we're told that these symptoms are normal, but they're actually not. So this myth about PMS is very harmful because it forces you to suffer unnecessarily and almost it forces you to see your period as something that is like, that you dread every single month. So we are being conditioned to believe that like pain and problems are, part of this and it's also like when you're also told that pms is just normal and it's just it's something that happens every single month it prevents you from looking for solutions and the pms myth does further damage as it's used against women to to dismiss our dismiss our feelings our opinions and our judgments so people put us in the box of being hormonal <laughs> or the typical of like, oh, you're moody because you're on your period. <laughs> when it's the truth really is that PMS symptoms arise only when there's an imbalance of estrogen and progesterone. I can never say that word. <laughs> um, during the luteal phase, which the luteal phase I'll share on soon and I'll share which phase that phase that is. Um, but this imbalance can be triggered by your diet choices, such as like having coffee, sugar, um, dairy, dieting, juice fast, and low fat fad diets. Um, or it could be the suppression of feminine energy, which I'm gonna do an episode very soon. On the masculine and feminine feminine energies because in both men and women we have the feminine and masculine energies within both of us and it's kind of like the yin and yang so i'm very excited to do that one later on but the when pms goes unchecked and untreated the greater there's greater risk of cancer heart disease diabetes dementia um and when we, but when women live in tune with their cycle eating the right foods and nurturing their feminine energy, PMS symptoms disappear. And the premenstrual phase can actually be a time of insight, clarity and direction, and it can fill your, your soul and also be something where you actually enjoy each month as well. Um So (laughs) this is something in the book that she wrote as well of that she renamed PMS for prioritizing myself. (laughs) Um, And yeah, so it's all about making sure as well, which I'll touch on too, because in your menstrual phase, it is a time of like self-reflection. It's a time for rest and restore. Um, So I'll touch on that too but often as well, like when we experience those PMS symptoms, it could also mean that we are pushing ourselves too far in those phases, in that phase. and Or we push ourselves too far in like a just previous phase that like we're we're suffering from the consequences of that. So that's one of the first myths. Um, The second myth kind of ties into that is that cramps are unavoidable. More than half of all women, of reproductive age say that they have some period pain for one or two days each month and have you ever caught yourself to think like am i supposed to have cramps or that as a woman like you were des- destined to be cursed with just painful periods like was it just a curse that we were given like um but we've been told our whole life that period pain is just reality and just deal with it or we'll get over it and I know that's something that I considered normal for so long as well. And it's so, so important to recognise that that you can have an excess that leads to cramps because of the different hormones going through your body in that time. But in saying that, that... There are natural painkillers that your body effectively has twice the capacity to relieve pain that then to cause cramps. So it's actually more likely for your body to be able to relieve pain than to cause cramps. So this going in again with the PMS symptoms is that when you consume the right foods for your cycle and you provide the building blocks that your body needs to promote the production of the good hormones <laughs> that ease period pain there there's like a likely chance that you won't be getting cramps in that time of your period so they're just a couple myths I wanted to touch on that I learned in the in the flow book and tying into with your hormones is that hormones don't just affect our periods our hormones also affect our moods our creativity, our energy and more like considering like our relationships as well. And I wanted to share the good news about syncing with your cycle and having the knowledge and tools to sync with your cycle every single month is that, and this is what I've noticed myself as well doing this, is that you find yourself building more energy, not draining it you find yourself in the right place at the right time more often. You feel really good about who you are. You feel good in your body all month, not just a few times of the month, or maybe you feel not at all at the moment. And syncing with your cycle allows you to feel more powerful and confident and feminine and having time to work for, like having time work for you rather than twisting yourself around for time feeling less stressed, but getting more done, effortlessly maintaining a healthy weight, deriving more enjoyment from your work, feeling more aligned with the process of creation, because we are creative beings at our core, not feeling so much pressure to be perfect, feeling like your body is a clear channel for your passion and purpose to come through. So it's not just like the physical benefits that you get for as is like energy and like weight maintenance and having a health, a healthy weight, it's also the other aspects that can drip feed into your other areas of your life as well. And in saying that too, something I big I noticed when I started syncing with my cycle and using the methods, the tools that I learned through this and flowing with my cycle is that especially on my my own personal weight loss journey, I had struggled with my weight for many many years i went on so many fad diets and things like that i would restrict myself i yeah it just wasn't a fun time (laughs) but i find myself in this continuous cycle of i would lose lots of weight all at once and then i'd gain all back plus more there was a time too, actually when i got off the contraceptive pill when i just like i had this like gut Instinct and gut feeling to that. I, I don't want to be on this, on the contraceptive pill anymore. I don't want this in my body anymore. And I got off of it, off it after seven years, and my body had a full like reaction. I gained a whole heap of weight. I got stretch marks on my stomach. My moods were like so up and down. I felt very imbalanced in my emotions. I It took me a long time to actually regain my my cycle and also be able to just feel myself again and it was because for all those years being on the contraceptive pill i wasn't actually having a a real period and this was something i learned on the book you can go to the book and read this but it was so crazy when i learned this as well that when you're on the contraceptive pill you're not actually having a real period even though you're bleeding It's a fabricated period. (laughs) That blew my mind. And because also it kind of masked and band-aid like put a band-aid effect on all the health systems, systems, (laughs) symptoms that I was experiencing over that time period, and all of it came up at once when I went off of it. Um, so yeah, that's when I looked started looking into this. I started to look into ways of how I could heal my body through plant-based nutrition. And that's when I actually found uh, the whole food capsules that I'm on now, which come with the Health Style Emporium too. They helped me heaps with actually balancing my hormones again, healing my hormones and feeling more myself again. Um, That's another thing that happened after going off the contraceptive pill too. I broke out with a lot of acne and it was all like, it was like adult acne and it was all along my jawline, my chin- all along that area, which when you have acne all along that area of your face, it actually is due to, is connected to your hormones. So yeah, that's that was also crazy to find out that too and how, yeah, coming off the contraceptive pill, it it just like blew my hormones out of balance and out of whack. So touching on this as well, we're actually going on to kind of a separate <laughs> topic <laughs> intertwined with our cycles is that, I don't know if you know this, cause I never knew this, but we actually have two in like internal clocks within us as humans, not just as women, but as men and women, except men don't have one of them. They only, they only have one and women have two. So the first internal clock is your 24-hour clock. So this is called the circadian rhythm, which a lot of people do know about. So your 24-hour clock is inside all of us, men and women. But with this circadian rhythm, this is where like it can impact your digestion, your bodily processes, your body temperature, metabolism, sleep, um, and the production of certain hormones. So the circadian clock kicks into action the day from the day you were born and continues ticking day in, day out throughout your entire life. So with this 24 hour clock, that is what society is essentially made up of. <laughs> That's how we go. Like, for example, we go about our days, um, because when we explore the circadian rhythm, your It cues cortisol to spike in the morning to rev you up, boosting alertness in late morning um, and secreting melatonin around 9 p.m. to help you wind down for sleep. So that's like the 24-hour clock. Um, And it primes your body for a variety of processes throughout the day so it can work doing its job. That's why it's also super important because we have so much technology around us these days that you can actually have an imbalanced circadian rhythm or out-of-wax circadian rhythm if you are at night after you come home from work or whatever you're doing that day, soon as the sun sets or when like around like 8, 9 p.m. around that time, it's super important to either if you can dim the lights in your house, um, can turn off TV because it actually blocks melatonin from coming in and you need to make sure that, your body starts to have the cues to wind down for sleep. So at this time, I often have just like my salt lamps on and I make sure I I try sometimes. (laughs) I have a few here and there where I'll watch a movie and things like that. But majority of the time, no TV or movies or like laptops. (laughs) Or if you are watching a movie or laptop late at night, I actually have blue blocking glasses because it blocks the blue light, um, of your technology, of the the globes in your house, and this helps your body to still actually get your body right, like winding down for sleep. So often, if you're having sleep issues and you're struggling with your sleep, not having deep sleep, it could mean that you need to get rid of blue light <laughs> um, from at least eight to nine PM at night, and make sure you limit the amount of blue light that you have. I got um, some really incredible blue blocking glasses that are from Blue Box, I believe. It's B-L-U Box. Um, And this has helped me to have a longer sleep cycle. It's helped me to have deeper sleep. It's helped me to wake up, like go to bed and wake up at the same amount of time every single day, which sleep health is super important for your health. Um, That's another topic I can touch on. So... I won't touch on that now, <laughs> but that's essentially your 24-hour clock. Okay, and the next clock, which we have as women, this is where we it's, it's really exciting and empowering because we have an advantage with this. So our second clock is the 28-day infradian rhythm. So as a woman you're blessed with the second clock. <laughs> so this starts at puberty and continuing until you reach menopause, so about age 50. And it deeply impacts your experience of life for approximately 40 years. So this 28-day infradian rhythm cycle actually sinks and ties into your monthly menstrual cycle, which includes four distinct phases. So follicula, follicular, the op- Uh, ovulation phase luteal phase and menstrual phase so the same way that your circadian clock plays a role in your daily bodily functions your 28 day infradian clock influences your brain chemistry and physiology uh, and provides you with unique gifts and strengths at different times of the month so your two clocks are tightly linked and the four phrase Phases of your cycle influence your 24-hour circadian rhythms and vice versa. So if you're feeling like you have an imbalance in certain areas or with time or you feel like you constantly are running out of energy or running out of time, it could mean that you are not allowing both internal clocks to work together. So this is where you can really start to become empowered when you actually utilize the two clocks together. So now I'm going to talk about the four phases in our menstrual phase, our when we're menstruating over the month and this 28-day infradium cycle. So the first phase is the f- follicular phase. And this phase goes for around seven to 10 days. And this is kind of like your preparation phase so phase one of your cycle begins directly after your bleed ends and the outset of the follicular phase your hormones are in a quiet phase so beginning to increase in concentration in the coming days and this is a important time as well where your two ovaries which are each only about the size of like a grape continue a lifetime supply of Egg, So it's a really important time for your body and estrogen levels begin to rise to initiate the renewal of your uterine lining. Um, so there's a like fancy science to all of this, which <laughs> tends to confuse me, but essentially this phase is like the, the time of beginning and like a fresh start. The second phase is when you're ovulating so the ovulation phase and I didn't actually know in the past I didn't know maybe this was this is a bit silly but I'm sure there are other people in my position (laughs) I used to think that you could get pregnant like throughout the entire month but actually turns out that you can only get pregnant in your ovulation phase (laughs) which blows my mind I thought you could just get pregnant whenever Nope, you can get only get pregnant in your ovulation phase, which is very handy to know when you are tracking your cycle and flowing with your cycle because you can be aware of when that is. So it also helps for you to avoid pregnancy and it also helps to, if you are someone who wanting, are wanting to get pregnant when you're tracking your cycle. Obviously, disclaimer, there are other things that play into this and not always can your tracking be on point. Um, but there is some other forms of contraception that don't involve the pill. Um, There's a really cool, I can't remember the exact name of it, but you just have to do your own research with this. There's like a body temperature that you can have which actually essentially tells you when you're ovulating, when you're not ovulating. And that's very, very accurate. I believe it's quite pricey, but yeah, there is other ways that you can actually perform you know safe sex obviously too it's important to use protection if you are having sex with someone that you don't know or um obviously to protect against stis and things like that but that's another topic (laughs) but that i just found that really interesting that you can only get pregnant in your ovulation phase so your ovulation phase is about three to four days this is your open up phase so this is when you have a dramatic rise in estrogen followed by a rise in the hormone which is just lh hormone that's i'm just reading off of this but it stimulates uh one lucky follicle to mature fully to be released into uh one of the tubes. i was saying this is the meaning of where you the time that where you get pregnant or when you can only get pregnant. <laughs> um, so with this phase, the ovulation phase lives up to its popular reputation. It's a period of feeling social and communic- communicative. I often feel like when I'm in my ovulation phase, like I can fully just like take on the world. I feel very like in my sexual power. It's often too like you when the time that you most want to engage in sex. Um, it's also a time where I actually feel like I'm more like glowy. Um, I don't know the science around this, but my partners. says that when I'm ovulating, it's like I like it's it's like a magnet almost even more so <laughs> when you're ovulating. It's like I don't know if we give off like a certain chemical <laughs> or something that like attracts the opposite sex in because it is the time like hormonally when we are prime <laughs> in our prime time to get pregnant um and the next phase which is phase three is the luteal phase this is like the work phase so this goes for about 10 to 14 days so this st- this phase is when estrogen levels continue to rise and promote additional padding of the uterine lining um, and this is when you feel the most, like you can be the most productive and efficient um, the hormones in your body are allowing you to be that and the think of like the luteal phase as a time of completion when you're naturally inclined to finish projects and tie up loose ends and you begin to turn your intention on yourself and then the final phase is the rest phase. So menstrual phase. And this phase usually lasts for about three to seven days. um, And this is when you're menstruating. So this at this time is when your uterus is shredding the lining and all that. So you start to bleed. (laughs) And um, the duration of your menstrual period is a powerful sign of your hormonal health. So Often too, yeah, the three to seven day mark is actually a really healthy period um, between that time. And it's a beautiful, ideal time of reflection and looking inward and actually being able to rest and restore. Okay, so now I've mentioned on the four phases and a little bit about them. I'm now gonna touch on, like a bit, I'm gonna touch a bit more on it and how you can actually utilize each phase of your cycle and allow it to work for you. And there's an incredible um, app. I'll actually, I'll see if I can link it in the show notes below. I use it every single month. It's called, it's the In The Flow app. It's by actually like Alyssa Vitti who wrote the book. Um, I know there's another app called Flow, but it's a different one, completely different one. It's really incredible. I believe it's paid, but I don't think it's like, I think it's like under $3 or something like that. But this app is so, so useful to use throughout your month. I use it all the time. I go onto it to check where I'm at in my cycle. So I know where I need to put my energy. Like currently I'm looking right now, I'm on the last day of my, let me check last day of my ovulation phase um so yeah I'm very very I'm very like this is why I'm having lots of like communication and I am feeling very social at the moment as well um and there's a part in this app too where you can check like type in how you're feeling that day and yeah it's it's really incredible and it gives you tips and things like that as well so touching on the different phases of your cycle with the follicular phase the preparation phase this is how you can use like use each phase as well to it's kind of like your creative flow so whether you have business or whether you can work this around your nine to five or anything you can this work you can still work with this no matter if you um, don't have a specific career that is creative. You can still utilize this in other areas of your life. But the follicular phase is like the preparation phase, and the strength, your strengths in this phase is creativity. So this is where you need to dream big. It's important for you to initiate, prepare and plan, research, be curious, explore, interview people, take courses, gather resources chart your strategy set uh, your intentions for the week or month or year ahead um, clarify your vision and get new projects off the ground fill in your planner with what you want to accomplish in the next coming weeks um, and then for the next phase of ovulation phase open up your strengths in this phase is communication and collaboration so this is where you uh, tend to want to socialize it's important time to if you have a business that you're trying to grow, you to pitch ideas and be seen, talk about your plans. This is the ovulation phase is actually when I usually record all my reels or (laughs) I have a photography session because that's when I'm feeling like I want to be seen. Um, Talk about your plans, collaborate with others on projects, schedule dates and meetings, go to lunch with girlfriends, host a party and connect with others, have important conversations. So that's the ovulation phase to tap into your creative flow. And the next phase with Luteal, the work phase. Your strengths are completion, nurturing, tending. So this is your get it done phase. Don't procrastinate, get organized, accomplish the projects and goals that you plan during the follicular phase. Feel good about wrapping things up, attend to your home finances and administrative tasks. Do your deep work in this time, celebrate how powerful you are, and the final phase is the menstrual phase, which is the rest phase. And your strengths in this phase is evaluation and I- intuition. Your intuitive gifts are t- tend to be heightened during this time. Um, and your intuition to and connection to yourself is heightened during this time as well. So this is a time to relax and reflect on the past month. Be kind with yourself as you review all the good things you've accomplished And note any areas of your life that feel less than optimal um, or that need attention. So it's especially important to trust your instincts during this phase. Is your gut telling you something? Spend time journaling, reviewing and noting what you might need to let go of and what you might need to shift in the coming month. So use this as a starting point for setting intentions during your next follicular phase. So that's how you can utilize each phase for your creative flow (laughs) and for love. So whether you are in a relationship, but this could also be for those of you who are single too. You can utilize this as a single to nourish and love yourself. Um, But this is also in a relationship too and what will really serve you in each phase of your relationship. And it would be great to if you do have a partner to have that conversation with them to support you in each phase of your cycle so with the first phase with the follicular phase this is like your love flow Um, novelty is like the the theme of this so this is the time when to take a trip to somewhere new go to like a show or museum try new sexual positions get outside and do something physical together focus on foreplay and use lubricant um, pay attention to the orgasmic plateau at this phase because um, it might be a little bit more hard to kind of get get turned on during this phase because this is when you have just kind of, you've entered the first phase of the cycle, which is when your menstrual phase has just ended. And then the next phase is ov- when you're ovulating. So this is like the theme around this is receiving. So this is a time to enjoy dinner with friends, go to a party, talk to your partner about sexual fantasies, discuss your relationship goals, go on first dates. Um, And this is a time where you're more likely to be turned on with ease. And this is a time when you can explore different areas of your, your sexuality, whether alone or with a partner. And a time when you can have multiple orgasms very orgasmic time and the next phase is the luteal phase this is theme around this phase is clarity this is when you can do domestic projects together evaluate your relationship cook together and stay in for date night ask what you can do to make the relationship better enjoy quickies in the first half of this phase enjoy more foreplay in the second half of this phase because this is when you are transitioning into the menstrual phase which is the next phase and this is a time to recharge. So during the menstrual phase, indulge in self care practices, read a really good book, watch your favorite movie. This is a time too where you don't have to um, like, you like it's more than more than okay more than okay to take lots of naps during this phase um you can ask for a foot massage or an actual just massage from your partner spend quality time with yourself because this is a time where you're really recharging going inwards taking time for yourself and it's important to know always lose use lubricant in this phase too so I hope this is helping with you guys um It's this was so powerful for me. And when I started to really utilize this in my own personal life with my relationships, and yeah, everything just started to shift. Even when I had this conversation with my partner, and he's been able to support me in each phase, and he can almost like tell now which phase I'm in (laughs) without even knowing where I'm at with my app, with my cycle. He can just tell these days. (laughs) Um, But some of the really great foods to eat in your cycle. I'm very excited about this one because I have this written down in my notes section of my phone. My friend actually has, like my housemate has one, like a printed off version in on her fridge. So then she can make sure that is incorporating these foods into each phase of your cycle. And once you start to eat these foods, you actually find yourself naturally craving them during eat the the correct times in your cycle I've noticed it's this one with myself and I've noticed this particular food I'm like oh okay I must be in this phase if, if I haven't checked it so make sure have note this down if you have a notepad and pen if you can write a notes on your phone or if you're currently doing something right now where you can't write notes make sure to come back and listen to it because it's Life-changing to look at what important foods to add into each phase of your cycle because they're going to support you and your hormones and your your energy levels as well. So these are all around like these are plant-based nutrition areas as well. They she does have um, some groceries and like a grocery list that has uh, animal products in this too. I personally don't have animal products, so I'm just going to share the plant-based. Uh, foods on here (laughs) that I'll share with you. So for the follicular phase, the grains that are important during this phase is having barley, oat, rye, and wheat. The veggies to incorporate in this phase is artichoke, broccoli, carrot, lettuce, parsley, pea, green peas, uh, string beans, zucchini, and avocado. The fruits to have during the follicular phase is grapefruit, lemon, lime, orange, plum, pomegranate, sour, cherry. Um, and the legumes to have during the follicular phase is black-eyed pea, uh, green lentil, lima beans, mung beans, split peas. And the nuts and seeds is Brazil sea uh, Brazil nuts, sorry, cashew, flax seeds, lychee, pumpkin seeds, Um, and the other areas as well to like, to look at is other things to incorporate is like nut butters, olives, pickles, sauerkraut, and vinegar. And in your, when you're ovulating in your ovulation phase, the grains to incorporate is amaranth, amaranth, I can never say that, uh, corn, quinoa, uh, veggies, asparagus, red capsicum, Brussels sprouts chive, dandelion, uh, eggplant, uh, what else is there, spinach, tomato, some fruits to incorporate is apricot, coconut, fig, guava, uh, raspberry, strawberry, legumes is like red lentils, uh, nuts and seeds is almond, flax seeds, uh, pistachio, pumpkin seeds, and some other things to incorporate in this phase is like chocolate, like especially dark chocolate, um, this will be very, very, very good in your phase <laughs> um, because of the cacao, cocoa, um, ketchup, turmeric, some other ones to have when you're ovulating as well. Um, luteal phase, you can, it's really important to have like brown rice, uh, cabbage, cauliflower, celery, uh, collard, collard greens, cucumber, garlic ginger leek mustard greens onion parsnip pumpkin radish squash sweet potatoes um, and some fruits are apple dates peach pear raisin banana pineapple and mango some legumes to have in your luteal phase is chickpea uh soybeans navy beans Nuts and seeds is pine nuts, sesame seeds, sunflower seeds, walnut, um, and some other things is like mint, peppermint, spirulina. And in the last menstrual, in your menstrual phase, (laughs) there's some important grains, veggies and fruits and legumes to have is uh, buckwheat, wild rice, veggies are beets, like beetroot, uh, kale, kelp, mushrooms, uh, and some fruits are blackberry, blueberry, grapes, watermelon. Uh, legumes are black soybean, black turtle bean, kidney bean, and some nuts and seeds is chestnut, flax seeds, pumpkin seeds, and some other ones that are really great to have on your period too. Is some miso. So I often love getting like a miso soup. Um, it's really really helpful, especially if you do have crayons. I love having miso and Watermelon as well, I'm mean, going to my period, and also having kale, crispy kale. Uh, salt is really good to have on your period as well, and tamari sauce, tamari soy sauce. So, there's some of the groceries, grocery list of some things to keep in mind when having in the, all those phases of your cycle. And all month long, in every single phase of your cycle, it's important to incorporate chia seeds, hemp seeds, flax seeds uh, like protein powders, some healthy pro- protein powders, um, within the health salemporium, we actually have a really amazing, complete protein powder that has natural pre and probiotics in them, which helps support a healthy gut. They've also, it's also got hidden superfoods in there that I've like, some of them are included in this list. Um, and that's what also says to have lots of superfoods. Um, so, And that's what I forgot to mention too with the whole food capsules that have supported me with my hormone health. They've got like veggies and fruit in them. So it's not just like a supplement that you have like vitamin this and vitamin that. It's actually whole food ingredients. And that's why I love incorporating the whole food capsules into my day like daily because this has also supported a healthy cycle too, especially when I am menstruating too. So I hope that's been helpful. The last thing I'm going to touch on is what to do with like exercise in each cycle as well. And then I'm going to wrap it up. Okay. So with cycle syncing your workouts, it's important to remember to work out smarter, not harder, especially if you're on your own weight loss uh, journey. It's super important to sync it with your cycle because having the extra strain and stress on your body, especially during the times where, you know, you need to be restoring and resting, it can actually like allow you, like your body might even tend to hold to the weight because it's in extra stress because um, your body is being put through the extra stress through intense workouts so this has been something that i have been done and it's personally helped my weight loss journey so much and during each phase of your menstrual cycle your body does respond differently to workouts so by syncing your workouts with each phase of your cycle you will be able to not only reach your goals quicker but you will be able to do it in flow by being more in tune with your body to thrive in each season of your own health and well-being so with the follicular phase, this is when it begins directly after your bleed ends. In the first few days after your bleed has finished, your energy begins to rise again. So this is the time to kind of wake up your body, uh, do some fun cardio after the few first few days, and your follicular phase continues. Your body will react more efficiently to hardcore workouts to boost the metabolism which helps you shred weight and build lean muscle um and just a side note as well if you have hormonal imbalance so your hormones are imbalanced trying to lose weight or struggling or if you're like yeah you have a hormonal, hormonal imbalance you're trying to lose weight or you're struggling with anxiety fatigue and depression It's super vital to keep your workouts to no more than 30 minutes. Going beyond half an hour will overstress your body and push it into fat storage mode, which I was sharing before uh, because it's got the extra strain and stress on your body. So some workout suggestions during the follicular phase is like running, biking, dance, hiking, and HIIT, so high-intensity workouts. The next phase in your ovulation phase, in this phase, estrogen and testosterone are at their peak levels, giving you energy to burn. So this is the time for you to crush an intense workout or or and choose a group workouts so that feed your desire to be more social. So some workout suggestions in this phase is like doing hit, boot camp, kickboxing. It could mean, yeah, doing some more social things. It could be going for like a hike with friends. Um so yeah. Those are kind of like the suggestions for the ovulation phase. And with the luteal phase, during the first five days of the luteal phase, you still have elevated estrogen and testosterone levels um, and progesterone, progesterone. <laughs> um, so you'll still have a good dose of energy, but not as much for high impact activities. So use this energy to max- maximize lean muscle gains by focusing on any kind of strength training, uh, once you hit the second half of the luteal phase, all three of your reproductive hormones begin to diminish in concentration, shifting you out of muscle building mode. To align with this phase, so switch your workouts that focus on flexibility. So if a few uh, workout such uh, suggestions in the first half of the luteal phase is like strength change, strength. Cha- oh my goodness, I'm getting tongue tied. <laughs> strength training and intense yoga. In the second half of the luteal phase is like Pilates, bare and gentle yoga. So starting to ease your body down. And then in your menstrual phase, while you're bleeding, your hormone levels are at their lowest and so are your energy levels. So any form of high intensity exercise during this phase will backfire by turning on fat storage. So causing muscle wasting and putting stress on your cardiovascular system so engage in activities that feel restorative restorative to you. And don't forget that deep, restful, uninterrupted sleep helps with weight loss too. So focus on getting some good sleep and it's completely okay to consider napping <laughs> a workout on these days. And some workout suggestions during the menstrual phase is like walking, stretching, yoga, Pilates, and breath work, so incorporating some restful time to be able to restore and nourish your body, mind, and soul. So we've actually, inside the Health Style Emporium, we have actually created a really awesome PDF document that shares the cycle, on the cycle syncing with your workouts, and we actually share uh, which workouts exactly to do because we have um, incredible workouts within the program and it shows you which ones to do within each Phase of your cycle. So, again, if you're a part of the Health um, this is incredible research to have a look at. Um, and if you're not, but you really want to reach your health go- goals, maybe you really want to lose weight holistically, you really want to get in touch with your, your body again, maybe you really want to nourish yourself and dive into self care, maybe you want to balance your hormones naturally and also be able to sync with your cycle and heal your relationship with your periods and with yourself and tap into like feminine power all the things we have all the things inside the health forum there it covers everything for your mind body and soul so again if you would love some more information on how to become a part of health forum and you actually get one-on-one coaching with me as your coach and someone who will back you and help you and be there for you, you get direct access to me on um, like on Facebook, <laughs> on Facebook Messenger to how I would do weekly check-ins. I also have a um, a group as well, a, a group of other women and other people who are on their health journeys as well for extra support. And I jump in there weekly giving tips and resources in there too. So all the links to that will be in the show notes as well. So check it out. So to wrap this up, I really hope this served you. I hope it empowered you to know that your period is not a burden. It's actually a superpower and how to really utilize each phase of your cycle. And yeah, I just hope you feel like more in touch with yourself. And I would love, love, love if after listening to this episode and you've actually gone and implemented what you've learned in this I would love to hear how it's made a difference and yeah if you're wanting extra support and help with being able to nourish yourself inside and out mind body and soul be able to raise your energy to be able to feel your absolute best and healthiest version of yourself please go to the link down below and apply to work with me it's just the one that says want to reach your health goals Um, to have one-on-one coaching with me as your coach and it's so important to recognize too that once you start living in sync with your cycle and your cyclical nature you'll unleash the superpower of your hormones And you'll be able to boost your biological systems, enhance your long-term health and gain access to greater creativity, um, more effortless productivity, deeper fulfillment and greater self-awareness. So do it for yourself, do it for your health, do it for your happiness. And I know one thing that I'm very excited about, like empowering and educating myself on this, that when and if I have (laughs) daughters in the future, I will be able to pass in this knowledge to them and they won't have to feel like they don't know their bodies and feel out of touch with their bodies because it has been so suppressed condition on us to not talk about periods and not and being almost shown that it's a burden and not it's actually a superpower so i hope this served you today please if you did get value from this share this on your social media on your social media platform and tag me and i always loved receiving messages from you guys so definitely send me a message if this resonated and yeah I hope you guys enjoyed lots of love thank you for tuning into today's episode I hope you enjoyed it and I hope it served you today And I hope you got some delicious value from it. And if you did love it, please share this on your socials and make sure to tag me at the divine underscore discovery and connect with me further on there. I always love to receive messages and I would love to hear your takeaways from either one of these episodes on the podcast. And make sure you check the show notes below to make sure you don't miss out on any links for what we spoke about in this episode and also for any other links to find out more information about how to work with me, my services and my offerings. Have a beautiful divine day, lovelies.